Hey, welcome to the Daniel podcast today. This is Vicki Durr, and I am sitting here with Hillary Madison. Welcome today, Hillary. So start us off. What are we reading? And why don't you just read it too, please? All right. So we've got Daniel 10 verses one through nine. In the third year of the reign of King Cyrus of Persia, Daniel, also known as Belteshazzar, had another vision. He understood that the vision concerned events certain to happen in the future, times of war and great hardship. When this vision came to me, I, Daniel, had been mourning for three whole weeks. All that time I had eaten no rich food, no meat or wine crossed my lips, and I used no fragrant lotions until those three weeks had passed. On April 23rd, as I was standing on the bank of the great Tyrex River, I looked up and saw a man dressed in linen clothing with a belt of pure gold around his waist. His body looked like a precious gem. His face flashed like lightning, and his eyes flamed like torches. His arms and feet shone like polished bronze, and his voice roared like a vast multitude of people. Only I, Daniel, saw this vision. The men with me saw nothing, but they were suddenly afraid, terrified, and ran away to hide. So I was left there all alone to see this amazing vision. My strength left me, my face grew deathly pale, and I felt very weak. Then I heard the man speak. And when I heard the sound of his voice, I fainted and lay there with my face to the ground. Good job, Hillary. Thank you, Vicki. You're welcome. So does that accurately describe the first time you met Kyle, would you say? Uncannily so, yes, in great detail. Wow. How did Daniel, how could he know that? Only God? I would assume so. Right. Makes sense, doesn't it? How often? Well, it's happened to Daniel before. There you go. Not the first rodeo for this guy. Exactly. Wow. What do we even say about this? That's a lot, right? Well, I don't really know about a lot. When I first read this, I texted you, Vicki, and I said, is your husband messing with us by assigning us this? Because what are we going to say about this? It does seem like he might be chuckling to himself. It's how he entertains himself. Yeah, I think so. I think there might be something to that. But... Now we're here. Now we're doing it. What, what do you got for me? Maybe it's because I always like to think about the massive greatness of God, but I like how this isn't unusual in God speaking to people where he's so viscerally overwhelming, simply in his power and holiness, that he falls flat to the ground. There was no mention of him ever feeling like he's afraid of being harmed or something like that. It was simply just being in God's presence. Right. And this being that's like this actually wants us humans to partner with him. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It reminds me a bit of, um, I'd be mowing the lawn. Kids would want to be helping me. And I know I'm comparing myself to God here. Right. And so it's, you know, we can make exponentially that larger. Correct. Yeah. Yes. We but, got it. So I'm mowing the lawn. The kids want to help. And I'm not going to be letting them push a lawnmower around the backyard. So I give them little tasks that are age appropriate. And they they know that they're contributing. And that reminds me of God kind of coming down to where we're at and giving us meaningful ways to engage with him. Almost like he's training us maybe for the future. Ooh, that is good. But as a perfect Look parent. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm in awe of I'm you sure, today, I'm sure Hillary. I lifted that from someone. <laughs> but just the, just the fact that he actually wants anything to do with us. Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. I love that. So 
a couple thoughts for me. Um, the first one is when Daniel describes his mourning, how he says, I was grieving for three whole weeks. Like, I can just hear him. Whoa. Like, he's an old man, but he's like practicing his teenager speak. Three whole <laughs> weeks. I was sad. And I just, I love that he needs to call that out and say, and it's okay. I'm giving myself the space and the time to grieve. And I think that's so important because obviously in our culture, giving ourselves three whole weeks of anything, space for that is like unheard of, right? Right. You can be sad for three days, but right, three that's weeks, okay. Three weeks now, now we're wallowing apparently. Yes. And, and I'm kidding about that. That's right. Grieving through three weeks is, is fine. Right. But we can tend to feel that way. Exactly. So I think it's just a great thing to point out and just say, this is a pretty, this is a good pattern for living, giving your space the time that you need to grieve or to be sad or to mourn whatever struggle might be happening. The other thing that I really appreciated about this is just thinking about that. So Daniel is grieving. He's a mess. Clearly, the dude needs to visit Bath and Body, right? <laughs> I love that Not even say, fragrant lotions. Not His even. poor buddies. Right. Ugh. Three whole weeks and no fragrant lotions. I don't know how the man did it. Exactly. It's a big deal. But he is obviously a mess. But God doesn't look at him and say, you know what? You're too sad. So I really, I can't use you. So I'm, I'm not going to come and see you. Or you're just, you're so messy. I can't, I can't be around that messy. So I'm going to go meet with somebody else. God doesn't do that. Like he still uses Daniel. He still shows up for him in real life. Even though Daniel says he's a mess, but God still shows up. So I just love that if we think in our lives that God can't use us, or God doesn't want us, that we're too messy. This to me feels pretty clear that he still wants us and we're not too messy. No, we, we don't have to wait for all the pieces to fall into place. Right? Because we, we, we'd still be waiting, right? Right. And, and yeah, sometimes what we need is to rest in his arms. That's what's needed. But God is always keeping his eye on us, whether he's noticing that we need rest or to give us encouragement about his plans for the future. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It is. Yeah, it's that personal piece of God that I just love. Yeah. So encouraging. It is. Awesome. Well, thanks, Hillary. Thank you, Vicki. I think we're going to wrap it up. Are you good to pray for us today? Sure. Cool. Dear God, thank you so much for being the immense and perfect parent that you are, that you don't need us, but you, you still apparently desire to partner with us with things and that you care for us. Thank you for being who you are. Amen. Awesome. Thanks, Hillary. Thanks, Vicki. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out today with us on the Daniel podcast. Have a good day. Bye-bye.